it's it's a challenge and in virtually every walk of life we expect people to know what we know that's not the case because all of our experiences are different what we do for our guys inside means so much more than you could ever imagine so i'm talking today to our tdcj director sarah bose who is in charge of our education programs at the texas department of criminal justice welcome thank you so we're talking today about the Texas Talent Grant, um, which is a recent grant that we got from the state, which is going to help benefit students who are about to be released or who are, or who are already released, so they can kind of adjust to the outside world. So tell me about the Texas Talent Grant that we just recently received. I know we got it um, about a month or so ago. I say a month or so ago, it was in- um, We got word in early July. Okay. Early July. It has been, a program goal for quite a while for us to start a reentry, a formalized reentry program. We've worked with our guys getting out as much as we could, but so much of our focus was on those that are inside. And it's a whole different set of needs for someone who's getting out, particularly if they've been incarcerated for more than five or 10 years. Uh, how do you handle technology? How do you, how do you navigate certain things? I've listened to guys getting out who talked about the embarrassment of not knowing how to pump gas because of the changes to gas pumps. Or how do you, you know, these fancy new Coke machines where you push the buttons and they go back and forth. The, you know, a grown man having to ask a child to show him how to get soda out of a machine. You know, some very, you know we, we take for granted that everyone knows what we know. It's not true. Yeah. And uh, so the, having the opportunity to offer a reentry program that's more formalized and more structured and more focused on helping uh, our students transition from incarceration. And they don't even have to have been our students in this, in this program. So uh, we'll offer them an array of services, uh, really focused at helping them finish what they may have started inside. Uh, I'm working with about three or four different guys right now that I expect to graduate in December and next May, they just need two or three classes and they actually have a degree. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're very focused on getting that finished, even if it means postponing some other things they'd like to do. So explain to me what the New Beginnings Program is and kind of, I mean, we know how it helps them, but explain how it's going to work. Really, uh, it's, it's a, a multifaceted program because we're not, you know, the transition from being incarcerated whether it's just a few years or whether it's 20 plus years, uh, it, it's not an easy transition. How do you present yourself? How do you, how do you put together that resume? How do you navigate the virtual world that most of us live in right now? Our students don't always come back to our service area. How do we connect them with other colleges? How do we make the degree plans match up between different institutions? It's it's a challenge and sadly and not just in academia but in in virtually every walk of life we expect people to know what we know that's not the case it's mm -hmm. rarely the case yeah. because all of our experiences are different so what we're going to be doing with this grant program one is helping do a workforce readiness preparation inside the units it giving them a, a list of resources, almost like a a, a little booklet or, or bi, you know, you could call it their reentry Bible. A game plan. A game plan. Yeah. Here's some connections you need to make as soon as you're out. Here's some things that you need to do to fix, to change your 
your records with your institution. We don't want it to say TDCJ on your transcript anymore. We want it to have your new contact information. Uh, how do we see what you still lack? Is it available close to you? Are you going to be in our service area? Hmm. Are, do you have access to resources to be able to do an online to wrap up your final class? Right now, these are things that they kind of have to figure out on their own once they're exactly. released. Exactly. So uh, how is the, and it's a partnership through Lee College. So how does that partnership, how, how is it going to work in this program? Well, we're, we're the lead. Lee actually has a formalized reentry program. They have an incredible uh, young man, and, and he uh, is their reentry specialist. He actually spent some time inside himself, mm-hmm. and he leads uh, their program, and he goes in and does these regular seminars inside. So we're going to model after something they've been doing for a little while and bring that into the units that we serve. So we'll, doing, we'll be doing some workforce readiness. We'll work with TDC's reentry uh, officers that are in the, in the units that help they, their role is to help get make sure there's housing set up, make sure there's they have a copy of their birth certificate, and make sure they have a copy of their Social Security card and all the documents. You think about the fact that if you don't have family resources that have supported you through your incarceration, it's pretty scary coming out. Uh, we've had students actually come to campus before that they had no access to their birth certificate. They had no access to... Um, any kind of the documentation they had to be able to get, say, their driver's license. And that can be a real challenge. So we'll work with the reentry division of TDCJ, and we'll do some programs inside. We'll also be working with some of the regional parole offices. So they, these some of the student people that, that are benefited by this grant may not have uh, been our student inside. Mm-hmm. But we have a truck driving program they could go through. We have something else that we can get them some short-term education or training that can have them employed within six to eight weeks. If we need to connect them with workforce solutions, you know, uh, the state of Texas actually will bond an individual going to work. They'll, they'll bond that person going to work. So, And it also gives tax credits for people who hire someone who has recently been released. So it's a real benefit to employers, but a lot of the people don't know that. So that'll be part of our message as well. Now, the research is pretty clear that the more educated a student is. The the more education, the less likely they are to, yes, to go back to prison for whatever reason. Yes, uh, nationwide, the most recent study was done just prior to the Second Chance Pell program coming out. And that study showed that 43% of the people who had at least two years of college while incarcerated, you know, it, it, their, their recidivism rate dropped by 43%. In Texas, our numbers are actually higher than that because, sadly, 80 to 85% of the people who are incarcerated in the state of Texas never got their GED or their high school diploma. Sad, sad, sad. And it's... It's just a fact of life in this state. For whatever reason, our dropout rates have been have been so high. And because of that, the lack of education, our incarceration rates have been some of the highest in the country. Tell me more about the Second Chance Pell program. Uh, we were one of only 67 schools in the entire country that was chosen for this, I think, in 2016. That's correct. We started in the fall of 2016. So tell me more about it and kind of how it works. Well, because there is not internet access available inside, all of the FAFSAs, 
the it's a Pell an application. The grant is called a Pell. The application is called a FAFSA. F A F S A. That is the financial aid application, which um, all students must fill out before they can get financial aid. Correct. Correct. And the same rules applied for free world students as for incarcerated students. And so it was up to college staff to go in and give them paper and pencil copies to get help give them instructions on how to fill them out. Mm-hmm. And it has worked pretty well. It's made a significant impact on the number of courses our students could take at a time. It's made a significant impact because uh, they don't have to pay this grant back if they make good grades, if they don't drop their classes. It's a grant. Some people were against it because, oh, why should they get free college? My kids didn't get free college. And I'm thinking, you know, as a taxpayer, I would sure rather pay three or $4,000 to help someone get a degree than to sp- spend $20,000 a year keeping them incarcerated. Well, it's actually more fiscally responsible to do this because if the research shows that they are less likely to reoffend when they get out and they're educated, it's really going to save taxpayer money in the long run. Exactly. If you even put the heart stuff aside. But one of the things about this whole program, not just not just those that will be in the reentry piece, not just those that have gotten second chance pill, but people who have been blessed by this program the last 57 plus years that Alvin Community College has been serving uh, students inside the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. It doesn't impact just the individual. It's their families. It's their children. It's, it's society. It's you and me. Number one, on the, on the financial side, we're not having to pay to keep them locked up. And two, we don't have to be victims of crime. What a blessing. I think this program has more societal and individual impact than anything else we do. I mean, this college does an incredible work in this community. And anybody that has gone through our programs, most of them are, are real uh, advocates and uh, they're part of the fan club. Mm-hmm. But uh, what we do for our guys inside means so much more than you could ever imagine. ACC was one of the first community colleges in Texas to offer education to um, inmates. You know, and, and I know you've been in this position for quite a while now. And how, tell me how this impacts you when you're in there every day working with these guys. Because I've been in for so long, um, there's a lot of the guys that know me. If they've been incarcerated for a good while, I've been in this role for, uh, I'm in my 12th year. And Miss Bowes, Miss Bowes. I mean, I usually keep a pad and a pen with me as I walk the halls because somebody needs to tell me something or wants to pass a message. Or it's it's neat to know that you're having a positive impact because not only does it help them when they get out, our program helps them inside one to have hope, hope for things better, starting to look at life and the world in a way they'd never considered before. Many of these Folks have been told they were dumb or stupid or never would amount to anything. And they're starting to see that that's not true. It doesn't have to be true. It's not a being born into that kind of environment does not mean that they have to stay there or pass it on to their own children. It's it's pretty neat to walk the halls and and to have people call out to you and thank you for what you're doing or to ask, you know, hey, can you help get me back in school or, oh, Miss you know, Ms. Bowes, I, I, I've gotten through my major case clearance. Can I get back into class now? I want to finish. I, I promise I'll behave. 
How many programs do we have um, in TDCJ? Or how many degree programs or certificate programs do we offer there? Right now, we're serving on four units. Uh, I would imagine that with Pell going uh, out of the pilot stage and into full force, uh, TDC is actually wanting to expand program offerings. But we offer our business management program on three units. Uh, We offer uh, our industrial design drafting program on a unit. We have our mental health addiction counseling program, which is a very popular program and, and makes a dy- dynamic difference for a lot of a lot of folks who have struggled with uh, drug and alcohol problems. We have computer technology program. We have a culinary arts program. And let me tell you, our automotive program is set to be a shining star, both for the college and for TDC programs. The uh, Dean Parks and uh, David Mustang have worked diligently through this pandemic and have really upgraded the equipment and the tools and the resources for that program, and it's over at the Gesture 3 unit. Uh, we actually have just been uh, given notice that we can start an AAS program. I was of just about a, to say, I think we just yeah. received um, a clearance to yes. offer the level, level 2 certificate for the Yes, and program. the AAS degree. So it's a real plus for our students that go that want to, to do automotive. We also have a general studies program, okay. which is part of the 2 plus 2 program. We partner extremely well with both University of Houston Clear Lake. They're on the Ramsey unit as well. And then we also partner with A&M Central Texas campus. They have a, a BAAS in management. And so some of our management students actually roll into their BAAS program and it's my understanding there's going to be more uh, four-year schools coming on board. So TDC is actually wanting us to expand our general studies and our AA and our AS programs inside to give those other colleges um, more first two-year students. Now, every year we have a commencement ceremony um, for these students out at the Stringfellow Unit. Now, we haven't had it in two years now. That's correct. correct. We didn't get to do the one in 20, and we didn't get to do the one in 21. Just recently, uh, Ms. Jefferson, who's actually going to be the who is the new director of the TDCJ programs, uh, she and Ms. Toff went out to the units and took, and with you, and you yes. took the pictures. I actually yeah. took their portraits, yeah. Yeah, took pictures of the guys who had graduated during this time because they we normally would do cap and gown and pictures for them as well as the ceremony. But the COVID pandemic has really been a difficult on the units and for the guys inside. And uh, I'm really proud of the ones that stuck with it and had the tenacity to do it, even even though they were having to work independently and, and had the struggles. But many of them have done very well. I just think this is a great program. I'm proud of the institution for being the advocate for these folks. We talk about being inclusive and we talk about making people feel welcome and making, you know, helping get rid of barriers. And I hope the college will continue in that role and then we'll open our doors more freely to to those that really want to make a change in their lives and make a positive impact in our society. Thank you for this time. Thank you for talking to us. I appreciate it. To learn about this program and more, visit alvincollege.edu.